First, many conspiracy theorists believe that the Denver International Airport is a facility that will play a crucial role after a takeover by the New World Order, or NWO. And it's all headed up by a guy named Klaus Schwab. The future is not just happening. The future is built by us. I believe that the Catholic Church and the Christian Church are going to come together right now. And so this is the, part, the problem with the church today. It allows people, whether saved or unsaved, to continue to practice pagan practices. Finisca l'opera che lui ha incominciato. Perché questo è un miracolo. Il miracolo dell'unità è incominciato. Thank you, sir. We do bless you. We receive your blessing. It's very, very important to us. And we bless you with all of our hearts. You have ecumenicalism. You have new evangelicalism, infant baptism, legalism, modernism, religious uh, liberalism, Presbyterian heresies, Protestantism, priests that you have today, repentance heresies, Sabbath keeping, soul sleep, transubstantiation, replacement theology where the church replaces Israel, which is prominent in reformed theology, the universal church, women preachers, works-based salvation, all of them come from paganism. Continuing our study on the end times today on The Truth Must Be Told. So stand by. He's just ignorant. He doesn't know any better than to tell the truth. It's the truth. I just want to report the truth. It'd be a nice change of pace. Okay. When in doubt, tell the truth. And when I tried to tell the truth, and it kicked me off the air. You can't handle the truth. And now, speaking the truth, even though it hurts, here's the host of The Truth Must Be Told, Sal Passos. everybody hello it is saturday oh no today's sunday i do apologize for last week uh <clears throat> we had some we're still having technical difficulties with our internet server and uh that's causing a little issues um all the way around uh this week um has been a very very difficult uh we lost our internet again on a friday and uh we got it back and it's just been it's been hot, uh, and I've been coming under a lot of spiritual attack. And I, I want to tell you guys this. You know, we're at an end-time study, all right? And the enemy does not want this truth getting out. He does not want the truth of God's Word getting out. So he's going to do anything he can to stop it. Um, there are multitude of, of uh, in fact, one guy, uh, one guy puts it this way, we're poking the dragon. You know, it's just like you heard about poking a bear. Well, we're poking the dragon. By bringing these things out, uh, Satan does not like it. 
So he, um, him and his minions are doing what they can to stifle the work here from The Truth Must Be Told. So that's, um, that's, uh, that's where it is there. Now, um, uh, I want to remind you guys, August 25th is our third year anniversary here on The Truth Must Be Told. We're very excited about that. I'm still working on putting a show together for that. It takes, it takes a lot of effort on my part. Uh, but I just I appreciate your prayers and your uh, uh, your support. It's been it's it's exciting. Now <clears throat> we're up to 165 subscribers on YouTube. Thank you all. Now if you go to my YouTube page and you don't find me there, um, uh, definitely check us out on Rumble. We're definitely there on uh, the Rumble side. Uh, it's uh, Spasos One on Rumble.com. Uh, you should be able to find me there. Uh, also, on my YouTube page, uh, you're going to find under rec uh, you're going to find in the playlists. If you go to my page and the playlist, you're going to find truth recommended videos, uh, which I've made public. So now, what I'm doing is I'm putting videos in there that I think are going to be a blessing to you. Well, in fact, I know they're going to be a blessing to you. <clears throat> so um, definitely take the time to look through those. Uh, some of them are quite long. Uh, but I, I've just added um, the uh, Visual Bible, Book of Matthew with Bruce Marciano. Uh, excellent, excellent uh, portrayal of Christ and, and, and things. It's all, it's just the scripture straight out. No Hollywood add-ons. It's not like the, uh, like the, the, the Chosen or, or any of these other things that are out there. So I would definitely check that out also i i started adding in there links for spencer smith and his videos on the third adam i'd recommend you definitely go there and check those out um so um definitely check that i i would really appreciate it and and if you have any suggestions comments you can please leave them in fact uh for this one i would uh, definitely please 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 uh subscribe to this channel hit that like button and uh, the, the notification bell so you get notified when we come up with more things because uh, there's, there's changes coming. Uh, the Lord is, is, is doing a work and we're, 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 we're really excited about it. Also, I'm going to be, <coughs> excuse me, I'm going to be getting back. I'm going to be getting back to the uh, Wisdom Wednesday studies. So just uh, be patient with me on that and we'll, we'll make that happen soon. Um, but I want you to, uh, you know, tune in now. If you're on Rumble, don't forget also to subscribe to us there. We, we uh, really, it means a lot to us. So um, I want to get uh, right into the right into the program uh, now. Uh, and and we have been discussing the end times. Now last week uh, we discussed the UFO connection to the end times and how uh, they're going to be used as an ex as an excuse as to why the rapture took place. Uh, I, I can't emphasize enough that that's you know that the, the, this disclosure of the existence of UFOs is getting is getting larger. The government is starting to disclose things, and um, and uh, but I, I wanted to you know in today's opening video there, which you saw, uh, you know there's a lot of conspiracy theories going on about things, but a lot of them aren't conspiracy anymore. A lot of them now are are there they're legit 
Uh, you've got the, the you know, you have Klaus Schwab talking about there needs to be a one-world uh, monetary system. The uh, uh, King Charles has talked about that. Uh, you know, Schwab has said you'll own nothing and be happy. Uh, they want us to eat bugs. They want us to eat crickets and stuff like that. Uh, they want us to come under a one-world religion, which you saw. And uh, that was, uh, uh, the, in case you are listening to this, they, uh, that was the, the Pope talking about this unity has now begun. And he was, he was giving that message to a Kenneth Copeland crusade. Uh, Kenneth Copeland get crusade or whatever it was. And Copeland was saying back, thank you, sir. We appreciate your blessing means a lot to us. Uh, no, it's a pagan church, okay? Roman Catholicism is pagan, clear and simple. It's taken from the Babylonian cults. You'll see a lot of the, uh, it, it is Christian in, in name only. It is not, um, it, is not, uh, it is not Christian by any means. And I grew up in the Catholic church. I'm sorry if that offends you, but I have to speak the truth. Okay, they venerate Mary and do all these other things. And they also talked about they want a one world leader. That's where the Antichrist were going to come in. Now, <clears throat> uh, these three things are going to come about a one world leader, a one world religion, and a one world monetary system. Now, it definitely will take come in place after the, you know, the rapture of the church. The, there may be movement towards the one world monetary system now we're seeing that being set up and um and it, it, it's kind of scary they want to go to a, a cryptocurrency they don't want you to they, they, you won't be able to buy and sell unless they tell you what to buy and sell so um there we go uh just as a side note before i go on one it is very warm in my office it is uh, almost 100 degrees outside and uh, I don't have an air conditioner here. Please pray for us. We're praying about that. So I've got fans blowing in here, and I've got to keep them running or else I'm going to overheat. So if you see, if you hear background noise in here, I do apologize. And also, um, I'm not wearing my sunglasses today. I want you guys to see my eyes. I don't want you to think that I'm trying to hide anything. The only thing I've been trying to hide is my lazy eye. And uh, it is what it is. I have a lazy eye. Yeah, so... Uh, there's nothing wrong with my eye. It's just a lazy one. It pulls to one side. So uh, it's the way it goes. I've lived with it most of my life. So we'll just have to, to go with that. Uh, all right. So enough of that. Let's get on. Let's continue the study. Now, um, the end times come the, the great tribulation that's going to hit this earth is, um, is going to be, uh, it's, it's going to shake everything up. And it is a time for God to deal with the Jews. And uh, let me, let me uh, put this up on the screen here so you can see this. All right, so this is a chart by Clarence Larkin. And he, if you ever find, he's got a book out there called Dispensational Truth. If you ever find it, get it. It's excellent. Uh, in this particular chart, uh, he talks about the creation of the earth here. Um, and uh, we, we, we'll cover that at another time. But they're, they're, what we read, and I believe what we read in Genesis is a, the recreation story of the earth. But uh, we'll go on with that later. Uh, this is the antediluvian age. This is the age before the flood. Uh, the flood took place. Tower of Babel, you see here as we go along. And Moses to Christ. And now, this is where we're out right now. Ecclesiastical dispensation. 
We are in the age, the church age, okay? That started from Acts chapter 2. Christ ascended, and he's, uh, he established the church. The Holy Spirit fell on the believers and established the church. And now we have the uh, ecclesiastical dispensation. We are right here in the historical timeline. Um, and you could you can pause this at, uh, when you want. Put this out of the way for right now, so you could see, and you could pause this and look at this at your own leisure and uh, check it out. So, um, I would say on the timeline we're probably right here, right at the end of this circle. Uh, this is when um, the fullness of the Gentiles will be complete, and uh, the church is going to be raptured. Now, when the church is raptured. And the, the dead in Christ will rise first. We, we read that in uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. <clears throat> the dead in Christ will rise first, and we who are alive and remaining will be caught up together with them. And Christ is going to meet his church in the air. So we're going to be in the clouds, all right? Not, not in the sky, not in the heaven, not in the, uh, not in the New Jerusalem, nowhere like that. The word <laughs> specifically says clouds which is uh, referencing uh, that we're going to be meeting him. He's, going to, he's not going to touch down at this point. This is not his second coming, okay? This is the Christ meeting his church, all right? So he's going to, to gather us together with him. We're going up to heaven. Now, when that starts, when that happens, we don't know what the time gap is between the rapture and the starting of the Great Tribulation, but it will happen Somewhere it could be a week, could be a days. This is Daniel's seventh week, seventieth week, which is uh, talked about in Daniel, and um, we are going to have um, seven years where God deals with the Jews. Okay, the Antichrist is going to uh, come into power, and um, he is going to make a covenant with Israel for seven years, and th there's there's a lot that's going to go on and we could you could do it if you want an, an excellent study of the book of revelation uh please check out billy crone go to billy crone and at getamedia.getalifemedia.com get and check out his study on the book of revelation i think there's like a 20 20 hour study on it so but you can get you can get um you can get that information there and you can check this out but there's going to be a lot of things that are going to take place. It is the time the church age is over. Okay, the church is going to be removed from the earth. There is going to be a time of great trouble that's going to come after that. And again, <clears throat> when we talked about the UFOs, that's, they're going to use that as an excuse. Well, this is why the, the church disappeared. This is why all these people left, because they... they they, uh, they, they were the bad people. They went away. And I covered all that last week. All right. So, or last last episode I had. So I would definitely check that out. But that is what's going to happen. And as a result, uh, somewhere along that line, the man of sin is going to be revealed. Now we know that's going to take place. Uh, let me go here and read this from Scripture for you, so you know I'm not lying to you. Um, 
it says this. It said uh, in Second Second Thessalonians chapter two, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered to Him, we ask you, brothers, not to become easily unsettled or alarmed by some prophecy, report, or letter supposed to have come from us saying that the day of the Lord has already come. Now, even in in uh, <clears throat> Paul's day, people were saying the day of the Lord had already come, and it hadn't. And he was warning the church, don't be fooled by that, because that hasn't happened yet. All right. Uh, don't let anyone deceive you in any day for the day. Okay. So he's telling us not to be deceived. Don't be deceived. <clears throat> this man of lawlessness is going to cause a lot of problems, and he's going to um, he's going to make it so that um, uh, he's going to he's going to persecute the Jews, but. Paul is telling it. We have people today saying, oh, yeah, the, the book of Revelation, we're already in the millennium. No, if this is the millennium, I don't think so. I think there's a lot of things. Do you, do you think we're in the millennium now? I'd like a comment in the, in the comments section. Okay. Do you believe we're in the millennium? Do you believe that Jesus returned in 70 AD with the destruction of the temple? Because he warned that that destruction was going to come. Do you believe that? Please leave a comment below and let me know. All right? We can discuss it. I'm kind of curious to know if you think that. All right. So he tells here, don't let anyone deceive you in any way, for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs. All right? Or the, the apostasy. And the man of lawlessness is revealed. The man doomed to destruction. He will expose and will exalt himself over everything that is called God or his worship, so that he sets up in God's temple, proclaiming himself to be God. Don't you remember that, that when I was with you, I used to tell you these things, and now you know that what is holding him back so that he may be revealed at the proper time. For the secret power of lawlessness is already at work, but the one who now holds it back will continue to do so till he is taken out of the way. And then lo the lawless one will be re revealed, whom the Lord Jesus will overthrow with the breath of his mouth and destroy by the splendor of his coming. The coming of the lawless one will be in, a, be in accordance with the work of Satan displayed in all kinds of counterfeit miracles, signs, and wonders, and in every sort of evil that deceives those who are perishing. They perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. For this reason, God sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie and so that, they will be con and so that all will be condemned who have not believed in the truth and have not, and ha but have delighted in wickedness. So this is, this is part of where we're at here. We've got this going on. All right, so. Um, Jesus' Jesus's disciples came to him and said, because Jesus talked about when will these things be, because he talked about uh, the destruction of the temple in Matthew 23. He said the stones will be th thrown down, not one upon the other. He made that he made that uh, made that claim, and he said that uh, you know the, the temple was going to be destroyed. It was re relating to 70 A.D. It was a time of judgment on the Jews. So <clears throat> the disciples come. What, when when will these things happen, and what will be the sign of your coming? So that was when that was in Matthew 24, and uh, again let's let's talk about what he said there. Let me bring up my, my Bible here. Okay. So um, I'm going to bring you over to screen two so you can see this. 
All right, and uh, bring up my other thing here. Okay, so you can still see me in the picture. All right, I don't know why you want to see my ugly mug, but there it is. All right, and Jesus said to them, "Do you see, not see all these things? Truly, I say there should not be one that not not be left here one stone upon another that should not be thrown down." So this is the a reference for seventy A.D. Okay. And he sat on the Mount of Olives, and the disciples came to him privacy, and privately said, t saying, Tell us when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of your coming, and at the end of the world. And the very first thing Jesus says to them, okay, is, don't be fooled. Okay, he answered them and said, Take heed, no man deceive you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must occur, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in different places. These are the beginning of sorrows. It says that these are the beginning of sorrows. They're the beginning of it. Then they will deliver you up to be afflicted and will kill you. You will be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended and will betray one another, will hate one another. And he goes on. Um, but uh, what I want to get, his very first thing that he says to his disciples is, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am the Christ. All right? Now, um, why, why would he say that? Well, this is the... This is the this is an opening statement, and I was, um, I was always amazed that he, he put it out this warning that these false teachers, these false Christs are going to come. Uh, I just heard recently of a person who was following a particular teacher online as this guy was discussing, discussing, sorry. It's my teeth, folks. I'm sorry. I'm still not used to these false teeth, okay? Uh, he was discussing the different Bible translations. And now he calls himself Jesus. Well, guess what? He's not. This is part of the, this is part of the garbage that's out there. All right. And um, <clears throat> now, if you want to see something very interesting, if you do a study on the Book of Revelation, and you will actually see that these things in Matthew twenty-four parallels the book of revelation all right he talks about uh let me go back over here so you can see he talks about many will come in my name okay so that's that's actually happening now here of wars and rumors of wars that's always been but nation rising against nation that's a big one um i'm not entirely sure of this but i'm told this is a jewish idiom that's just, de depicting the world war and if that's the case then, you know, uh, we didn't have a world war until 1914. And then World War II continued that. All right? And he said, these are all the beginning of sorrows. That's when Israel became a nation in 48. Everybody was all excited. But look at the thing. They'll deliver you up and be afflicted and to, to be afflicted and will kill you, and you will be hated of all nations for my namesake. This is what's happening in the Great Tribulation. Okay, they're gonna they're gonna find the Jews and they're gonna kill them, and many of them will be offended, betray one another, will hate one another. There's always gonna be the group of people that will fall into the uh, 
following the Antichrist. Okay, many false prophets will arise and deceive many. That's going to happen because iniquity shall abound. The love of many will become cold. But he who endures to the end shall be kept safe. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be proclaimed in all the world as a witness to all nations. And then the end shall come. Uh, do you know that there's, <clears throat> there's going to be the 144,000 Jews, guys, that are all sealed, okay, by God, and they're going to proclaim the gospel. There's going to be the two witnesses, with one of them probably being Elijah. I'm not sure if the other one's Enoch or Moses, but it's going to be one of the two. It could be two totally different prophets. I don't know. But these two guys are going to come to the earth. They're going to preach the gospel, and they'll be told. And the <clears throat> book of Revelation tells us that an angel will be going around the world proclaiming the gospel. So, yeah, this gospel shall be proclaimed to all the world as a witness to all nations. Um, now, halfway through the tribulation period, let me um, let me go over to this one. I think so. Halfway through the tribulation, so here's the uh, here is the um, uh, the present age that we're in, rapture, and then we start the tribulation. Okay, once the Antichrist signs the treaty, then we're going to have the the white horse, which is the Antichrist. That's he's he's going to present himself. And um, you're going to see the, uh, the 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 seven seals are going to be on, on, are open. Um, then there will be seven trumpets, and then uh, halfway through, so it's three and a half years, there will be the abomination of desolation. And this is what's going to happen. The he's going to um, he is going to set himself up as God in the in the uh, kingdom in the uh, temple which is going to be rebuilt. Don't, don't be mistaken about that. They've already got everything together for that temple. So that's, uh, that's just a, a minor inconvenience. They could put it up in a month, they said. So um, the temple will be rebuilt. And um, so in the first half of the week, you know, we have the, the uh, in between the first and second half, that's when this guy sets up. Uh, the abomination of desolation. He sets his own image up in the temple and forces people, great and small, to worship him. And anyone who doesn't worship this, this image, he's going to kill. And we discussed that, how they're going to find out. We talked about Mark of the Beast and all that. So um, then we have um, the, uh, the, uh, the seven vials, which are going to come, and then God's finally going to end it. Mystery Babylon will be destroyed. Uh, just to let you know that this Babylon here that they talk about and they talk about the great whore and everything, I believe that's the Catholic Church. So um, so that's what he's talking about here. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place, let whoever reads understand. And then he warns them to get to the mountains and uh, things like this. And then he says, he says, uh, and he says, um, he says, don't believe anything. He says, because when I come, as lightning comes out of the east and shines to the west, so also will be, will be the coming of the Son of Man. This is not a rapture passage. This is discussing the great tribulation. The rapture's already, church is already gone. Um, so here again, immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun shall be tar darkened and the moon shall not give her light. Again, Revelation talks about that. And the sign of the Son of Man shall appear in the heavens. And all the tribes of the earth shall mourn 
and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. This is in Revelation. All right, Revelation 19. And he shall send his angels with a sound trumpet, and they shall gather his elect from the four winds, from the one end of the heavens to the other. So he's going to gather the elect. This is the angel harvest discussed here, and that's going to happen in the... Um, that's going to happen during the Great Tribulation. Now, um, now he says, Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When its branch is still tender and puts out its leaves, you know that summer is near. So you likewise... When you see all of these things, shall know that it is near at the doors. Truly I say to you, this generation, what generation? The generation that sees the budding of the fig tree shall not pass until these things are fulfilled. The heaven and the earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. The budding of the fig tree, uh, from what I'm, I'm uh, gathering and understand, is nation, the Israel becoming a nation in 1948. So he says, this generation that saw this happen shall not pass pass away until shall not pass until all these things are fulfilled so if you i i think if you were born after 1948 you you might see the rapture uh if you don't go to heaven first so now he goes into uh verses 37 he goes but on that day no one knows 36 but of that day no one knows that end hour no one knows not the angels of heaven but only my father these people who have come out and said I think it was Harold Camping and all these other guys saying, oh, yeah, yeah, the rapture is going to take place in this year. Oh, no, we missed that. I was recalculating. I don't care who it is. No one knows. Only the Father knows of that day and hour. Okay? Then he says, but as the days of Noah were, so shall the coming of the Son of Man. So shall be the coming of the Son of Man. And he goes on. This is what we talked about before. Oh, Sal, again, with the days of Noah. Well, it's very important that we know this because we're in that time right now. Okay? Um, for in the, in the days of the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day Noah entered the ark. And they did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will be the coming of the Son of Man. So... <clears throat> He's saying, now again, if you, if you consider this being a, not a rapture passage, passage but an end times passage, and, and he's telling the people to be ready because when you, when, as it was in the days of Noah, what was happening in the days of Noah? We talked about that. Um, there was apostasy, there was uh, the... the Nephilim were there. Everything was corrupted. And God brought the flood and wiped them all away. And um, and this is, and he goes on and gives the parable of the um, two being in the field. One shall be taken, the other left. Grinding in the middle. Then he, uh, excuse me. And he says, therefore watch, because you do not know what hour your Lord comes. But know this, if the steward of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would, would have watched and wouldn't allow his house to be dug into, dug through. Therefore, also be ready for that hour you think. For in in that hour you think not, the Son of Man comes. Who then uh, say? Then he goes on to the parable and take uh, it. So, so they want to establish a one-world monetary system. That one-world system is going to be set up so that uh, they can rule everybody with the with a one-world monetary system. 
they want to get the um, a one world religion and we're seeing this I really believe it will be led by the Catholics and I'm not saying the Pope is the uh, the I'm not saying the Pope is the uh, the uh, false prophet but he shouldn't he he's trying hard to apply for the job okay and they want a one world leader See, right now, the nations of the world are led by Klaus Schwab, and they're moving us into a society that will be dominated by one man, okay? So that's going to be decided by one man. He's going to rule over everything, and uh, they are going to... Um, uh, he's going to rule, and he's going to cause people great and small. Read it through the, through the book of Revelation. And you got to compare that to Daniel. So he's moving us into this this dominated dominated thing where this 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 antichrist is going to take over. And everything that we're seeing now, the AI, the the wow, I mean The, 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 the fact that churches are allowing drag queens and other things into their church, bad news. Um, and I, I'm probably going to be taken off of YouTube for saying that. So, like I said, if I disappear, check me out over at, the, over at Rumble. So, the, the, lawlessness is beginning, it's, it's a, you know, we just read that in Thessalonians, that the spirit of lawlessness is already at work. It's already here, okay? Um, for the secret power of lawlessness is already at work, but the one who now holds it back will continue to do so till he is taken out of the way. That is the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit withdraws his, his, his ability, his, not his ability, but when he, when he draws his power for holding back that evil it's just going to be let loose you think it's bad now uh, i watch these videos over and over again of people who you know are drunk they fight with police the the karens that are out there and these are only minor things parents are killing their children children are killing their parents um this is a out and out rebellion of the things of god Paul warns us about this in the book of Romans, okay? And he tells us, he tells us in Romans, For the wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all godlessness and wickedness of men who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Since what may be known about God is plain to them, because God has made it plain to them, for since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power, his divine nature, have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that men are without excuse. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him, but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like mortal man, and birds and animals and reptiles. Um, here we go. I mean, 
you've got people marrying dolls. Uh, <clears throat> you've got people worshiping the earth. Oh, Mother Earth worship, and it's called Gaia worship. And, and we want to make sure that the earth is safe. And <clears throat> excuse me. Get a little drink there, I'm sorry. We want to make sure the earth is safe and, and, uh, and uh, you know, that we save it for our current generation. This is, what the, this is the lie they're going to use for a one-world government, a one-world leader, a one-world uh, religion. They're going to all bring it together under the guise of saving the earth. All right? And, again, this is why... The, when the rapture goes and people million up to let's say estimated 20 million people disappear in a, in a split second they're going to say oh it was the aliens that took them the aliens uh, took them off the earth because they were the ones that are holding things back no it's not it is God takes us home but they're going to use this as an excuse alright um because of this, God gave them all the shameful lusts. He's talking about homosexuality there. And he, and, uh, uh, he says, Further, they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God. He gave them over to a depraved mind to do ought, what ought not to be done. And they have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice. They are gossipers, slanderers, God-haters, insolent, arrogant, and boastful. They invent ways of doing evil. They disobey their parents. They are senseless, faithless, heartless, ruthless, although they know God's righteous decree that those who do such things deserve death. They not only continue to do those very things, but they approve of those who practice them. And what are we seeing today? What are we seeing? We're seeing the immortality, Im, uh, immortality, immorality in the world, and everybody's approving of, oh, it's just great. Yeah, no, no, we, we, we got we to gotta conform to this. We got to accept the woke agenda. We got to accept critical race theory. We've got to accept these things. If we don't accept them, then, then they, they mock you. They put you down. They part, you're part of the people that hate. I don't hate people who are homosexuals. I don't hate people who are transgenders. I don't hate people who are, are drama, uh, drama queens, drag queens. Um, I don't hate them. I love them. They're, they need a savior. Okay? But they're going to turn they, us, the bad guys. We're going to be called the bad guys because we dare to say that it's wrong according to Scripture. And a lot of churches are falling lockstep right in with that. And we're seeing the apostasy, the falling away, okay? The falling away of the church, we're seeing that. You know, when I played that rapture video uh, a couple of weeks ago, and, you know, you see just a handful of people there, I think it might be the other way around. I think just a handful of people are going to leave the church, and the majority are going to be sitting here going, what just happened? Some of the pastors may not even go. These past, and, and we've got false teaching after false teaching after false teaching out there. Tons of it. We've got people out there, you know, you've got the Calvinists on one end, you've got the free graces on the other, <clears throat> and they're all pointing their fingers at one another and say, you're not saved. How about we look at what the Word of God says and stop coming up with our own stuff? 
I've just been doing a recent study of Calvinism, and I'm, um, um, oh, I'm glad I never fell in that that camp. You know, they have this thing called determinism. that uh, Calvin came up with. I think it was Calvin, because that's all part of Argentinianism. They 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 hated the Jews. They were believe in replacement theology, which I don't. I do not believe in. I do not believe that the church has replaced Israel. God has never changed his promise to Israel. When God makes a promise, he keeps it. Israel may have broken promises, may have broken the covenant, but God has not. He still loves Israel. They are still his people. God still loves the Jewish people. Pray for, pray for them. Pray for the Jews. Help them if you can. If they, the, the ministries out there that are doing work for the Jews, help them out. The gospel has to get to the Jews, but they're 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 uh, they're locked down. But we have not replaced um, the Jews. That determinism believes that anything bad that happens in this world, God decrees it. God decreed the bad things that have happened. Uh, everything that bad happens happens because God let it happen or God caused it to happen. So if a four-year-old girl gets raped, that was God's will that that happened. They give no quarter for free will. Then you've got on the other side of this, this spectrum, you've got the free gracers who believe that, oh, all you've got to do is believe. You know, they don't talk about sin. They don't, the Bible is riddled with, with, with talking about repent of your sin. But no, they just say repent. I mean, change your mind about Jesus. And, you know, just believe in him and you've got a ticket to heaven. But that's not what the Bible says. And then you got you guys, there are guys out there. We are going to be covering them on this show, I promise you. They talk about anybody that disagrees with them are hell-bent reprobates. And they're going to bust hell wide open. And they talk about taking things out of context, taking scripture out of context, which is exactly what they do. They take scripture out of context. And we can't do that. There's, there's, there's a, oh, wow. Look. Um, Jesus Lord, help me. Where am I going to go with this? I'm a, I'm, I'm, I, look, this is, the, the time is coming. Jesus is coming very soon. He said, when you see these things beginning to take place, know that I'm, that, that, that I'm near. So if these things are going to happen before the great tribulation and the rapture is going to take us out of here, then we need to say, well, guess what? The rapture is closer than we thought. The rapture is closer than we thought. And uh, I, think, I think it's imminent. I think the return of the Lord is soon. And if you don't get right with God, you're going to be left behind. I keep saying that. Get right or get left. There, there is... You don't want to be left behind. You don't want to be one of the tribulation saints because you're going to have to die for your faith. Okay, you're going to have to die for your faith. There's no way around it. No, um, 
there's just no way around it. There, there's no way to, to, to say it otherwise. If you don't get right with God, um, even if the rapture doesn't take place, you could wind up dying today. Look, your, your life is not guaranteed. There's no guarantee of how many days you have left. Okay? I could be taken home tomorrow. I was at the physical therapy and I was talking to the lady there and I said, you know, I said, well, I'm ready to go home because I'm tired of this world. This world's not my home. Okay? As, as nice as things are that we have and I'm thankful for what God has given me, this is not my home. When Jesus comes back, we, and he, he saves us from this world. And whether, whether I'm, I'm, I, I, I go in the rapture or I, I go home to meet the Lord early, before the rapture, I know I'm going to be with him, absent with the body, present with the Lord. I'm going to be with him. And you know what? I make a lot of mistakes. Free gracers say, you don't have to worry about it. You can live like the devil. Just accept the Lord, and you can still live like the devil. And the, 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 the Calvinists on the other end say, no, you got to do all of these things to prove that you're saved. No, no, people, no. Look, I am not a perfect person. I never claim to be. I make a lot of mistakes. I'm flawed. Just like you, just like a lot of other people in this world, we're flawed. We're flawed individuals. We make lots of mistakes. But we have an advocate with the Father, and that's Jesus Christ, the righteous. God doesn't look on our sin anymore. We ask him, he, the Holy Spirit convicts us of our sin. We ask God to forgive us. The Holy Spirit forgives us, you know, uh, puts that conviction on our heart. We go to God and say, God, I'm sorry I did this. Please forgive me. And you know what? He does. Yes, when we accept Christ, we have earned a place in heaven. But the scripture tell us that we were uh, saved by God unto him to continue in good works in Christ. We are his workmanship. Okay? We're his workmanship. We're created for good works in Christ. That's what he keeps us for. And by us going forward, sharing the gospel, uh, you know, helping out somebody, whatever it is, <clears throat> don't think you're going to be saved because you're doing those good works. Those are an aftermath of your salvation. Or a, not an aftermath, that's a wrong word. A result of your salvation. They're not needed necessarily to get into heaven. The thief on the cross, he didn't have any time to do any good works. He didn't even time to get baptized. So you don't need to baptize to get into heaven either. And by baptism, I mean immersion, not sprinkled, not a, not a holy sprinkle. Um, that's infant bat baptism, and that's, uh, again, from pagan a Babylonian culture. So, um, I would suggest that you look at your life. 
realize that without Christ, you're lost. Okay? The Bible says we're all sinners. We all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Every single one of us. There's not one of us that does good. Not a one. We're all like sheep who have gone astray, the scripture says. Every man unto his own way. And God has laid on him the iniquity of us all. <clears throat> not just the elect. Jesus Christ died on the cross for everyone. It is our responsibility to accept that work that he's done on the cross. By asking God, look, I know I'm a sinner and I need a savior. God will save you. He, he, he will make you born again. Uh, the Holy Spirit will then come into you and the Holy Spirit will give you the power to begin repenting. And it's not going to change overnight, but you will start to change. The things you once hated, you're going to love. The things you once loved, you're going to hate. This is the way it is. And I, there's a lot more scripture I could talk about here. I don't want to take too much more time, but really, really think about this. You know, I always talk about taking people down this Roman road. And uh, look, let me ask you this. Have you ever told a lie? Yeah, all our hands should go up. Sure. Have you ever, you know, have you ever stolen anything? Should, hands should be up. And if it hasn't, you already told me you're a liar, so even no matter what small thing, if you're taking something else that doesn't belong to you, you're a thief. Have you lusted in your heart after somebody? That's adultery. Have you ever wished somebody to be dead or hated somebody? God says that's murder. Those are all part, of, these are just four of the Ten Commandments. How'd you do? If you think you're a good person, and you look at that and you say, I guess I'm not a good person. If God were to judge you based on the Ten Commandments, what would happen? You'd go to hell. But you don't have to. Because over 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ came, died on a cross, took that punishment that you deserve, took it on himself. That's why when he said, <clears throat> it is finished, he was meaning that it was done. There was nothing else that needed to be done. The redemptive work was done. He rose from the dead to show that he overcame death, firstborn of, from the dead, came forth, sprinkled his blood on the mercy seat in heaven, popped in to see his disciples again, ascended into heaven, established the church, he did this all so that you, and it doesn't matter what your background is, doesn't matter where you're from, you don't have to get cleaned up to take a bath. You come to Christ just the way you are. That old hymn says, just as I am, without one plea, but with one just one just just one plea, that thou thy blood has been shed for me. And that thy bids me come to thee. O Lamb of God, I come. Come to him. 
okay? Come and realize. My prayer to the Lord was, Lord, I give up. I can't do it anymore on my own. I thought my girlfriend was pregnant at the time. My life was a mess. I, I couldn't do it on my own. God, I give up. And I fell asleep crying. I woke up, and I knew something had changed in my life. God had made me a new person that night. That moment. And I had come close to death many times. I was a volunteer fire, firefighter. Come to, I'm come close to death quite a few times. And I've seen death in my tenure as a, as a volunteer fireman and an ambulance personnel. It's not pretty. But we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He's a high priest who knows all about our temptations, but he didn't sin. He's experienced every single one of them, but he didn't sin. He kept, <clears throat> he was the fulfillment of the law. He says, I haven't come to destroy the law, but to fulfill the law. And by accepting him as your Lord and Savior, you can enter eternal life with him as well. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, for those who are listening to my voice now that don't know you, I pray that you would touch their hearts, Father God, and, and have them realize that they are in need of a Savior, that without you they're eternally lost. We don't want that to happen. We want to bring as many people into the kingdom as we can. This is what you told us to do. Go into the world and preach the gospel. The gospel is the good news that Jesus Christ died on a cross for people's sin so that they can be live eternally with God in heaven. We have forgiveness through the cross. We have salvation through the cross. Lord, we just ask that if anyone here listening does not know you, that they would make a decision today. And Father, I pray in Jesus' name that for those of us who are uh, struggling and walking through difficulty, that by the power of your Holy Spirit, you would guide and direct their paths. And Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that that uh, this show will get out and people will hear it. And Lord, to your glory, Father God, not to mine. And Father, I ask you to bless those who are listening in Jesus' name. All right, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can email me at thetruthmustbetold93 at gmail.com. That's the truth must be told 93 at gmail.com. Uh, leave a comment at the bottom of the uh, episode here. Again, I'd like to know if um, you know how you feel about certain things. I asked you on that uh, uh, asked you before if you, you if you have a comment, please leave it. that helps. It helps in the algorithm. It also helps that the uh, you know you make sure you you know that you smash that like button. 
uh, it's kind of important. Uh, that definitely will help us to, um, to get further up in the algorithm. And don't forget to subscribe to the channel. That's important as well. And uh, tune in. Uh, keep tuning in. If you hit that subscribe button and notification bell, <clears throat> you'll be notified when we have new content that's put out. Uh, again, it's been difficult. I do apologize because of the heat. It's been, uh, it's been quite taxing for us here. Uh, but pray for us and uh, that uh, the Lord will continue to guide us and direct us as to what he wants us to do. So many changes coming, and uh, we're really looking forward to them. All right, I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys. God bless you. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in, and we'll see you next time on The Truth Must Be Told. You take care.